0: Hello, I am Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast and I am very excited to introduce my two friends here. Miles. Hello, I'm Miles from the Disnum Podcast. And Josh.
1: Hi, I'm Josh from the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast.
0: We are very very excited to be doing a brand new podcast together. We are joining forces and we are going to be reviewing horror movies. It is called High on Horror. It's going to be our podcast where we talk all about horror movies. We're going to review them, and we're even going to have some audience participation. I hope you guys are excited.
1: The show will debut on the first day of fall, September 22nd, so be on the lookout for that. Until then, you can follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at H where we'll be pumping out quality content all the time. And remember, life is tough. So why not take a break and get high on horror? Four Nerds by Nerds production. Hey, welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. We've got a little bonus episode for you here. I'm Josh, joined again by Miles. Hello, Hi, Miles. Miles. Hi, how's it going? Uh, last night was friday the 13th and it was also the premiere of the friday the 13th fan film jason rising which me and miles both watched and we just released friday the 13th part 5 so we figured why not just do a bonus episode on it um it is free on youtube it's about an hour long and it is definitely worth checking out because there is some crazy shit in here and it is very gory and real fun (laughs)
0: Yes, indeed. And I think the reason that I was really compelled that we had to do this episode is because it's like, hey, did you wonder what was happening with Jason in part five since he wasn't in it? Well, this is what was happening. And that's like what this movie was.
1: Yeah, we're just going to talk openly about this. So definitely watch it before you listen to this because we'll probably spoil some things. We're gonna spoil uh, everything. Well, we'll definitely spoil everything because <laughs> it is a little confusing. Because this definitely does take place after four, but mm-hmm. then there are things where it's like, did two and three actually happen or not? It's it's very weird. But th- then there are like nods to to five as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's nods to four and five and one. Uh they really didn't talk too much about 2 and 3 but there's a couple easter eggs from I think it's 4 yeah. So yeah, um do you, how do you want to do it? You want to go through beat for beat of the movie?
1: Uh yeah, we can.
0: Sure. Okay. So like the movie starts off pretty dumb. Uh <laughs> so they uh there are three cops that somehow got Jason in a box. And they are trying to bury the Jason alive in this box.
1: And yeah, so this is after the events of four, because they're right. talking about. Did you see that Jarvis boy? He seemed pretty fucked up. Right. So they're taking Jason's body from that crime scene, I guess, and burying him.
0: Yeah, the motivations are uh, not really explained. And because Jason we see,
1: is... yeah, we see Jason in the woods, like surrounded by police tape. And he looks like he looks at the end of four, but he wasn't in the woods at the end of four. He was in a house. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but he is, there's like a hammer, which he did get like bashed with a hammer a lot at the end of four. Um, we see a bloody yo-yo, which is from part three. because That's uh, right two, three, and four all happen within, like, a day of each other. Um, and then we see... Uh, is this? No, that's not where we see it. Never mind. Um, yeah, the police are, are burying Jason in Crystal Lake for some reason. Like, they know they have to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> just... uh... Jason almost busts out. He grabs him by the leg and he's like, I'm Jason. But they managed to bury him anyway, even though he's perfectly capable of breaking through the box. They bury him in, uh, I don't know, a foot of dirt.
1: Yeah, it wasn't very deep. Not <laughs> if, you at want all. To, if you want to bury someone, you're worried about coming back to life. Maybe maybe dig a deeper hole. Standard yeah. size grave, maybe six feet.
0: Right. <laughs> so uh, for, what is it, like eight years... He remains buried, so that does follow the timeline of the fifth movie or whatever that Jarvis is going to the the Funny Farm. Literally. Oh, is it
1: only eight years? I thought it cuts to like present time. No, it's in the eighties. But no, it's just, no because they got cell phones and shit. Do they? I didn't see any cell phones. Yeah, the girls got a cell phone. Huh. Lady cop pulls a cell phone out of her back pocket.
0: Oh, that's right. She does at one point.
1: Yeah, it's current day, especially with the ending, that's current day. I guess that's true, yeah.
0: I was under the impression it was the 80s because I didn't see any cell phones or anything for most of it. They're talking on walkie-talkies and shit, but she does pull her phone out to take a picture of the dick.
1: Yeah, it, it cuts to present day because the the son of that main sheriff is now, like, the sheriff. That's right, yes. And so. uh, then we... Uh, yeah we see that three convicts have escaped like a they, was that that's from like the juvenile detention center, even though they were all like adults fifties yeah <laughs> there's a lesbian woman who's definitely like forty five years old <laughs> yeah um yeah. but that yeah that that's like a nod towards five like hey, we're at this funny farm for juvenile delinquents. This is the same exact thing as part five
0: mm-hmm And uh, they come running around in the woods, and apparently they chopped someone's dick off?
1: Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. And how big was that thing originally? Because that thing was huge cut off. Jesus. Right? Like, clearly
0: just a straight dildo. But, like, very... For some reason, the cops find this dick laying down, and there's a guy who's dead. And I think the presumption is that the juvenile delinquent 50-year-old's killed him
1: yeah i'm I'm assuming maybe they like seduced one of the guards and then cut his dick off and ran away like that's how they got away
0: oh it's the guards at the funny farm got it
1: got it um and then we see what headless mama vorhees coming back to life
0: yeah headless mama vorhees comes back to life without her head
1: I did think that was really cool. During during the very intro of this movie, there's the, the deputy it's like the son of the, the guy who buried Jason is narrating it, talking about stories that his dad told him about Jason and I thought all that was really good, like the mom Mama mm-hmm. Voorhees like crying at the lake and then like going crazy and shit and the little flashback of her getting her head cut off and all that. Like I thought that was all done very well.
0: Yeah, it wasn't bad. They uh, she definitely was a younger person than Pamela Voorhees was in the first one, yeah. but like that was okay because she was kind of pretty, so <laughs> I wasn't upset about that. But so Mama Voorhees' head gets chopped off and uh, he gets, it gets put in the little uh, shrine like it does at the end of two but the body just comes back because of a curse. Like the movie opens with the definition of a curse. So the curse brings Mama Voorhees back at a random time, I guess in 2021.
1: Yeah. I'm assuming she's like a vengeful spirit mm-hmm. for what happened to her son and the fact that she was killed. So yeah, her her headless body comes back to life and walks across Crystal Lake, finds Jason's grave and like digs him up by hand.
0: Right. Which and is she, super she... cool looking. She kills a random girl who's running through the woods. Her, well, I guess her job no, was to that's... pick up the convicts. That's right. Because, yeah, yeah, like Pamela Voorhees kills people, and that's when I was like, oh, she's not just like a ghost. She is, Yeah, like, her body's physical... like really there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very strange. So she, like this girl who's coming to pick up the three girls who escaped from the funny farm, uh, is like happens to be standing over Jason's grave and the headless lady comes and kills her, right? Or does that happen a second after Jason gets unburied?
1: Mm. No, yeah, I believe. Yeah, that happens there. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does she kill her, though? She killed her in like a real fucked up way.
0: I don't remember. It's one of the less memorable kills of the movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a problem too with not I mean you haven't seen it a hundred times like you've seen all the other fucking jason movies that's true yeah we're we're
0: pretty fresh off of one watch that it premiered at ten thirty p m our time, yeah. so we were done pretty late and very sleepy,
1: yeah, it's not even twelve hours later, so uh, yeah yeah, she gets killed the The girl is like she must have been in one of the sisters of the convicts was like in on the the prison break she's like meeting them in the woods at a river like on a one-person kayak <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah she gets got by mama vorhees and then jason gets brought back to life which i thought that was super creepy where they showed like the worms like on his eyeball
0: yeah that was awesome they definitely called in like a bug expert to like stage the bugs and stuff and his eye like comes rolling forward and shit that was the coolest scene in the movie was jason's resurrection.
1: Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought it was all really cool. I mean, some of the acting wasn't great, but I mean, it's a fan film. So what are you going to do? But I mean, the effect, all the effects were really great. This I was mean, done there's by, one that's not. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, this is done by, I think it was Red Crow Studios in association with a few other indie studios, including Womp Stomp, who made uh, Never Hike Alone and Never Hike in the Snow. Mm-hmm. So it it's definitely quality. Um, yeah,
0: surprising quality like I watch a lot of B movies we were watching the terrible masters of horror movies this was way better than any of those fucking movies by like a landslide
1: oh yeah yeah this is this is super enjoyable yeah Jason comes back to life he uh cause basically cause the delinquents on the run are hiding at Crystal Lake so he's like awoken like oh shit there's people on my land I gotta I gotta go uh gotta go check this out there was that nod too when the cops, the cops get to like the gate, all of crystal Lake is like fenced off now. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we got to go in there. And like, Oh, we can't go in there. And they're like, why? Uh, they're like, it's, Oh, that's just land where, uh, that's been in a legal dispute for about two decades. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That shit made me laugh. There's so many little Easter eggs like that, but yeah, that shit made me laugh. I caught that one too. Um, so then the convict girls split up because they are scaring each other and stuff and they're like, Fuck you, bitch. What if I killed you? That's a big theme of the movie. <laughs> Fuck you, what if I killed you? Um, so yeah, that's uh they're like pissed off at each other and they split up and main delinquent girl is like the first one who gets it right? Or is she the last one?
1: Uh no, yeah. She's the first she finds her sister's body. That's right. And, like, freaks out, and then Jason pops up. She tries to get away in in the kayak. That scene just, was so cool. That was super cool. It seems like she's going to get away, but she, like, hits a little island, and no, Jason hits, uh, grabs the rope for the canoe and just fucking starts hauling it in.
0: Yeah, it's, like, roped off, so he just cuts the rope and drags her in, and uh, obviously he kills her. But, man, that was so, like, tense, like, him pulling the boat towards him. <laughs> like, holy shit. So good.
1: Yeah, she knocks his mask off, and he disappears. And then she tries to go again on the canoe, and he jumps out of the water and pulls her in, like, at the end of the first one. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. Right
0: yes. Like, this, the people who made this clearly know their F-13, like, for sure. Um, yeah. So that girl dies. And then do we cut the, the cops showing up or does it does he off the next girl too?
1: Yeah, all those kills happen kind of fast. Yeah. Uh, the cops are like wandering around the woods. There's a lot of like needless uh, like dividing up which is like horror movie one oh one. Don't stay together. Always always break off from one another. Yes, right. But Perfect yeah, there's, idea. There's two cops and there's two like U.S. Marshals or FBI agents? I don't know what they were.
0: I think they're U.S. Marshals, but one of them is like the biggest pussy and uh, the other guy is fucking Rambo so it's that his name's bear Bear's the only one whose name i remember is because he's like a fucking master tracker and military man and the other guys just like oh gosh what are we gonna do yeah
1: i did think bear was cool he's like trek tr- checking fresh prints and stuff he's like they went this way He's checking, like, broken branches on trees and (laughs) shit.
0: Yeah, he's hunting down those girls. And uh, so it shows him doing all that. And then uh, a 50-year-old lesbian lady with fresh tattoos. I don't know if you noticed. They're very shiny. (laughs) Um, Jason finds her. He puts an axe in her head. And then she falls against a tree, and he takes another axe, and he chops her head off. Yeah. I love that
1: shit, too. He buries, like, a hatchet in her face and then picks up a double-sided axe and cuts her head off. (laughs) That was amazing. And we're only calling her 50-year-old lesbian woman because every single scene she's in, she's getting screamed at for being a lesbian.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, yeah, uh, she's gone. And then, how does the third one die? The third one dies pretty much immediately after that
1: one. Yeah, she dies immediately after, but I can't remember how. Like I said, that's not taken away from the film. That's just for the fact that we just jumped right on this. Oh,
0: I know. I remember how. So, he, Jason takes her by the head and jams his machete into her mouth.
1: Oh, right. like through the back of her head.
0: Um... Yeah, that's right. And it sticks out and, like, it's hanging out of her mouth and shit.
1: No, that is the first girl, actually. Yeah, after he tackles her through the boat, we see her, like, crawling back up on shore, Uh trying to get away from him. And he gets up and puts his mask on and shoves a machete through the back of her head and it comes out her mouth yeah that was really that was really cool i was sitting there for a minute trying uh, this is probably why i don't remember because for the next two deaths i was trying to figure out how practically they did that right did she have something in her mouth and she pushed it forward with her tongue (laughs) like it was really cool Mm -hmm.
0: yeah that that was also pretty cool like that was probably my special effect. Or my favorite effect of the movie was the, the machete through the back of the head and out the mouth. But I, I remember Jason looms over the other girl. And I don't remember how he does her in.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. I'll have to go back and, and look at it. But I mean, it's, it is also one of those things where they're just checked off pretty quickly one after another because they're not really the main crux of the story. No, it's all about the cops.
0: And uh, at this point, the lady cop, all of her banter is totally believable. She's I'm sorry. I'm calling her lady cop. It's a little I don't remember her name. So the lady cop, she's the best actor in this movie. She's great.
1: Yeah, she's pretty funny. She's like comic relief.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And like just everything she says is believable. There's no moment where I'm like, that was bad acting with her. She was great. Pretty much everyone else had at least a moment of like, "Mm, okay, that was dumb but this this is an hour-long movie made by fans so what are you gonna do um so after jason kills all of the kids from the funny farm he the cops like decide to split up and it's nighttime now
1: yeah that pussy cops like can this be over now and it's like you're the u.s marshal you're the one that caught you like you're the one that's that's Causing this investigation <laughs> Like what? what are you asking the regular police for
0: <laughs> Yeah he definitely is like You guys are in charge It's like you're a US marshal What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about there in charge If anyone should be in charge It's fucking bear and he's not
1: <laughs> I, lo- I did love that scene When they're like Cause the sheriff and bear Had split off and then lady cop And the pussy had split off And uh Like they're making their way through And Bear's like, uh, the tracks go this way, I'm gonna check it out. And cops like, all right, I'm gonna meet up with them. And he gets back, and and the pussy guy's like, You left Bear all by himself? And he's like, Yeah, he wanted to check something out. And he's like, I'm gonna go find him. And it's like, <laughs> what does that mean? You're just gonna wander aimlessly in the woods at nighttime? <laughs> like, you're not gonna find him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that part was pretty dumb too. And then Bear finds Jason. And, like, long story short of them talking really stupid, uh, the one guy goes to pee to lure Jason out, and that was dumb. And then fucking Bear has a fully automatic assault rifle, and he just unloads on fucking Jason. The other cops hear it, and they're like, oh, no. And Lady Cop goes, I'm not doing anything until you tell me what's going on there's gunfire u.s marshals are in combat with somebody they are under attack and they're just like it's time for some exposition now
1: bears being attacked by a headless woman (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) that's right it wasn't jason it was a headless woman and uh yeah so then they tell the story of who jason is and how his mom cursed the camp during a machine gun fight. Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and not like, we're running to get help them, let me tell you on the way. Like, we're going to stand here, I'm going to tell you this story, and then we'll get on with it afterwards.
0: They literally lean against the truck. Like, they lean against... <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be more leisurely. So that was probably my biggest gripe of the whole movie. <laughs> they were just like, oh, well... Sucks to be Bear and the other guy.
1: Yeah, what what happens to the other guy? The the pussy gets his arm cut off.
0: Yeah, the so pussy gets his arm cut off, and then he gets, like... The, Jason whops him over the head with his own arm, and it
1: kills him. <laughs> yeah, he, like, beats him to death with his own arm. That was pretty cool when he dropped it on the ground.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a very realistic-looking effect of the arm. And then Bear gets into a fist fight with Jason because Jason puts his machete down, and he's kicking Jason's ass, so Jason picks up the machete and kills him, and in one swoop, he exposes Bear's entire spine and skull and rips it out in one motion. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, Sub-Zero style. (laughs) Sub-Zero
0: style, and I think it is a nod to Mortal Kombat, Jason, and he pulls out this spine, and it is clearly plastic, spine that they put in science classes
1: it's orange too it's not even red (laughs) right
0: (laughs) so that didn't look super great that was probably my least favorite effect of the movie it was
1: still cool to see though mm -hmm. it was was like fuck yeah he just ripped his entire skull out of his body
0: (laughs) yeah that shit was crazy so like i'm pretty sure that's his like finishing move in mortal Kombat. one of his like finish him yeah so yeah so he, uh, that's the end of Bear, and the like. The Marshals are dead. Now we're down to two cops, right? I think yep. that's about it. And uh, this is where the movie gets a little blurry for me because there's a lot of shit that happens for no reason.
1: Yeah, Sheriff gets slashed in the stomach, so you think he's dead. So, Lady Cops on the run. She finds Jason's shack from Part Two. You know, it's part, the one from Part Two because they show his gross toilet. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, um, he, there's like a bunch of dead bodies in there with. Uh, Mama uses head, so she like hides under the floorboards of, and like pulls a dead body over the hole, and then like whisper calls over the police radio, like "Help! I'm at Crystal. Like something's like I'm in trouble." And we see like a cabin up on the hill, and there's a, a lady we only see from the back, and she hears this on her scanner, and she like grabs some stuff and and heads on out.
0: Yeah, she finishes her glass of Chardonnay puts down her paintbrush cuz she is painting and heads out to uh for a confrontation. And of course Jason finds the girl in the floorboards immediately and uh tries to stab through the ground and get her but she gets out. And how does it go from there?
1: She finds finds a detective man who's still alive. He's just kind of like uh,
0: no blood on him. He's just yeah. laying on the ground. He's just grabbing
1: his stomach. And then uh you hear they're like running running back to the four wheelers and you hear like a chainsaw like being pulled
0: that's right the chainsaw
1: and then Jason comes out of the wood with a fucking chainsaw and cuts the cuts the sheriff guy's hand off then right. uh, then she like fights Jason with a chainsaw and gets it from him and then like chainsaws him through the guts
0: that's right yeah that was she...
1: really cool she like
0: I don't remember how she got it out of his hands, but she, she like hit like, him
1: with the uh, either a shotgun or like a stick she found on the ground or so. She just gonked him over the head and then picked it up and just
0: ran it clean through him and just kept running it when it was through him. That part was awesome. Blood splatter yeah. everywhere. Um, and then he, she picks up the sheriff and they go back to the station where there are two fucking <laughs> doofuses.
1: Their station, which is just like a, a hobbled shack in the woods, <laughs>
0: right and they are watching the fucking exercise video from part 4
1: yeah yeah they are <laughs> um they yeah they get inside and uh, then all the power goes out and one of the deputies is like looking out the door and the lady lady cops like get in here and he's like it's fine no big deal um yes. at this at this time we had also seen uh like Mom of War. he's uh, going back to the shack and putting her own head back on
0: <laughs> That's right, yeah, don't know why Uh-oh. she waited,
1: and then, uh out of nowhere, uh now now full headed zombie he's comes in with the chainsaw, cuts that deputy's hand off, a lot of hand action in this movie, lots of hands getting cut off, yes,
0: not the way i not my favorite kind of hand action, but you know
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So she takes him down and she, she I thought she looked really cool. She was she was very creepy looking.
0: Yeah, the scenes where she's walking around without a head where they just show her like shoulders up is clearly not like I don't know how they would have done it otherwise, but it was not great like clearly a wooden bust, but <laughs> the, like once her head was back on, she did look pretty good.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I like I thought they did well with the headless part, just the stump you could tell wasn't Anything like it didn't really the stump didn't really look realistic, but right. it is what it is um and then yeah, she's like she's like swinging around at them, yeah, so Mama he's coming at him with a chainsaw, and then uh the lady from the house appears, and it's none other than Alice from the first movie
0: yes, yeah, so the the yeah. final girl of the first movie who chopped off Voorhees' of head in the first
1: place, yeah, wielding a machete. And she cuts Mama Voorhees' head off again.
0: (laughs) Yep, that's time for round two. Ding, ding. She cuts off Mama Voorhees' head, and then Jason shows up, right?
1: Yeah, she's like, I never thought I'd have to do that again. And then, yeah, Jason shows up, and she, like, stabs him with a machete, and then pulls out an ice pick and rams it into his head.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what she says, but it's real dumb.
1: Yeah, she got some cheesy one-liner.
0: She was like, you should have killed me when you had the chance or something. And he's like, he did.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is where it gets a little confusing. Because uh, he yeah, he dies. They like put him back in that same coffin <laughs> and push it into the lake and put his mask on top of the box and it sinks. Uh, we cut back Alice leaving with the head. The police are like, why do you have mama before he his head? And she's like, personal reasons, like mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> and then just gets in a gets in her car and leaves and then we see her at her house and her phone rings and sh- it's a voicemail from Ginny from part two is her psychiatrist I yeah,
0: I forgot about that,
1: which at this point it's like did the events of two and three happen because sh- Dr. Jenny's on the phone. She was a psychiatrist, and she's Alice's psychiatrist as an adult. She's like, I want to make sure the hallucinations aren't still happening. Is your medication working? But at the same time, the lady officer is going through files, and she has Alice's file, and it shows that she had been stabbed through the temple and out the nose by a ice pick. Right. Like, it has her body, like, like the morgue thing, like where did the injuries happen to the body? And you had to like circle them and shit.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: I, I paused it and read it. And it said like, uh, cause it's like a witness, witness protection form. And it says like puncture through the temple and out through like the nasal cavity or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's not like, I assume that that was the hallucination. Like she hallucinated that she was killed by Jason. But then why is there uh, like form at the police station saying that she was killed by Jason? <laughs>
0: Maybe the curse, like, extended to her and kept her spirit or whatever alive. Because if she was in witness protection, why would she still live a mile away from Camp Crystal
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or did they, like, they fake her death to get her in the witness protection? I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure if they faked her death, the paper wouldn't say witness protection (laughs) on it.
0: Right, right. So like the uh it's pretty clear the stipulation for getting the original girl to come back for this movie was she had to kill Jason at the end. Like that was her I'm sure her going like if you want me to do this I'm doing this on my terms.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then uh yeah, she puts Mama's war his head in a box and then what? Then we see Jason coming back out of the water and putting his mask back on.
0: Right, pretty much. Yeah and that's the movie yeah it was fucking awesome (laughs) i mean yeah there was there's a couple of real dumb moments just as far as like oh there's a gunfight happening oh let's hang out by this truck here
1: (laughs) yeah but i mean it's overall it's not they're not that huge of a deal i mean we've seen multi-million dollar productions that have a lot worse
0: (laughs) that's true that's true i don't know what the budget was for this movie but it wasn't nothing
1: no it definitely wasn't nothing everything was great especially like the chainsaws through the guts and shit like that Uh, the only thing i would that i think would have made that better if like lady cop had been like covered in blood from it
0: yeah it's clear they only had one set of wardrobe because they were real stingy about getting anything dirty
1: yeah but it was still awesome like then jason looked amazing I thought Mama Voorhees was really cool. Um, I'll definitely watch it again. I I really hope they make a sequel.
0: Yeah, like this is the year of Friday the 13th fan flicks though, because there's like two more that came out yesterday, right?
1: I don't know if it came out yesterday, but uh, Voorhees either just came out a little while ago or is coming out soon. It's playing at the convention that me and Miles are going to in a couple weeks. So we're going to watch that there and then we'll review that but from everything i've heard they
0: play it hopefully they play it
1: yeah they're playing it we're not sure if they're playing these movies every day or if they're spread out over the weekend and because we're only going on saturday so hopefully that's like the big movie on saturday otherwise but it is online already so we could just watch it on youtube
0: oh really but that one's
1: like a full movie that one's like an hour and a half long is it oh geez yeah because i saw it yesterday and i was like i want to watch this but we're going to watch it at the convention.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a, a tough uh, tough act to follow after that last one we watched. Where they have classic fucking people and shit.
1: Yeah, hopefully there's some... Maybe this is like the new trend. Because uh, Never Hike Alone had, had the people from 6. This had people from 1 and 2. So hopefully we get some more. I thought at first, I thought maybe Alice was going to be Telekinesis Girl from part 8.
0: That would have been dope. Or that would part have been seven. cool. Yeah.
1: Eight, yeah, seven. Yeah. I was hoping she was going to come down and like explode his head or something. <laughs> oh, that would have been so much cool there. Definitely check this out. Like I said, it's on it's on YouTube for free. It's called Jason Rising. It's really, really good. Definitely, definitely go check it out. Uh, I'd give it a 9.5. I'd say that the, the negatives don't take away from it too, too much because you have to keep in mind it's a fan film, but I mean, it's fucking fantastic
0: as far as fan films go it's definitely like a nine and as far as films in general go i give it like a six and a half seven so you know but if you keep in mind like the context of it it's fantastic
1: yeah it's better than some friday the 13th movies (laughs) (laughs) yes you know you're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was our review for that definitely i'd like to do more more like this because thing that i complain about a lot with regular movies is that the like production is too good nowadays like technology is too good So, like, it makes movies look too glossy, even, like, low-budget ones. But the flip side of that that is a positive is that you can make a movie. Like, now people have the technology to go make a fucking movie like this. Right. Like, it still costs a little bit of money and everything, but, like, you don't have to... Rely on a big studio to fucking make what you want to make. <laughs> I think it's so fucking cool. Yeah, all you
0: have to do is convince people who are fans. Like, hey, if you throw money towards this, we can make something dope. And when people do dope stuff, happens. Yeah. So yeah, it's a what a time to be alive, man.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, we will we will be back uh, at the end of the month with our review of Voorhees, and we'll also bring uh, probably the, in September we'll bring out the commentaries for friday the 13th parts six and seven this was, this was fun we couldn't not do this after watching that miles immediately like five minutes into watching it was like we got to review this <laughs> yes
0: because it was pretty like all the easter eggs they fucking slam like 10 of them in your face as soon as the movie starts so like it's yeah. we couldn't not do it
1: yeah it's quite the love letter to friday the 13th in the best possible way so go yes. check it out you can also check us out online miles what's all your good stuff I have two podcasts, one of which is going
0: to be going till about the end of the year. That is the disc dump podcast. It's a show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide if the disc is worth keeping. So it's about physical media. I need to downsize my uh all my discs dvds and video games and stuff so we are picking one at a time talking about it and deciding if i'm going to keep the disc that's the disc dump with a c on monday if you're listening to this in time or whatever i'm going to be dropping the first episode of toast of the Realms, which is a live play D&D podcast I do with some of my friends. I put in special effects and stuff, and uh, I'm not Matt Mercer. For those of you who are D&D fans, I'm not the best in the biz, but it's fun. Something fun to do. It's fun to listen to, radio drama kind of thing. So check out Toast of the Realms.
1: Hell yeah. And check out me and Miles and Chris from the Geek Peaks podcast's new podcast. It's a horror movie podcast called Eye on Horror. It debuts on September 22nd, but until then, you can follow that show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, H on H pod. We put out some pretty funny stuff. You can follow this show, FMBN Podcast, on Twitter, FMBN, the number four in the letter U, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can find our cool merch on our Threadless store, fmbn.threadless.com. And we will be back with I think child's play. I think I'm gonna put out child's play. Ooh, dope. Yeah, that was a fun one. So Horror I can't movie wait to listen. yeah, yeah. We're getting a little pre-October spooky season because I'm feeling it. Why not? Oh awesome. yeah. Thanks for doing this, buddy.
0: That yeah, was my pleasure. Thank, Thank you for <laughs> doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing this idea and, and having me do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I am Josh. I am Miles. And this is the 4Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends.